0: Welcome to Working Matters. Before we start today's podcast, Claudia and I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for participating in the Working Matters community. Many of you are listening via iTunes subscription or on your feed reader, and we haven't had the opportunity to meet yet. This week, we're making a special request that you stop by the website and leave a comment on the blog. We'd love to know who you are and where you're from and have the opportunity to greet you in person. As always, you can find us at boldenterprises.com. With that, Let's jump right into this week's podcast.
1: Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join our conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com.
0: Okay, Claudia. So our reality is that, you know, careers take place over time. Change takes place over time. We've already said we're not going to do it all at once and some big, huge decision about it. So over time, we're watching. So we need a process. We need a way to not turn this into some kind of rigid regimen where annual performance review, where you check in. But we do need to check in.
1: We need to check in, that's right. So how do we do this? You know, we're concluding our series today on planning ourselves out of career suicide. We've gotten clues. We've gotten criteria for those clues. We've put some structure to our goals.
0: What do we do now? We don't want living it to be some fakie uh, regimen we have to squeeze ourselves into so that I'll, you know, I have to get up in the morning and look at my three goals and ask how every activity I do today is helping me get toward one of these goals. That would kill me. That would kill you. Although and some people. people and okay. many people. And another category people would find, you know, that particular structure helpful. So we have to make this our own so that we can live it. So I still want you to have something you're shooting for in those three areas, but how you're going to go about keeping that in your consciousness and making that a part of your day is going to look very differently than the person who um, sets you know, them out as something that they're going to actually achieve you know, by a certain day in six months. And that's why we need a process that's natural where we can check in with ourselves and see how this stuff's going. So that in the ordinary course of going about work, we are... What I call awake, we are alert. We are, um, we've got our eyes open, and we are aware of what's going on. So that even, you know, in ordinary conversations, we can kind of reflect without too much work. On, I kind of enjoy working with this person. I wonder why that is. Maybe learn a couple things about yourself. And I can't stand, you know, the dynamic that goes on in this particular department. What's going on over there? There's no particular exercise you're doing. To get there, you know, you're just in the natural course of things, becoming a more alert, observant person. What we're suggesting to people is to turn that into uh, making sure that you're always in this cycle of what I call assess, assessing what's going on, and then making your next decision. A reflective cycle where you are you turn that alertness into something that you can act on, and that's on a very small, minute basis. Well, that's on, this, on the scale of, oh, when I mentioned so-and-so that I think more people would be able to hear their concern about the company's future if they shared it in a less angry tone of voice, you know, ooh, when I, they get all uh, reactive about that and take it personally. So next time I communicate with them, I will you know bring it up in a different way. Very small, very pointed, but you're, you're reflecting and you're adjusting how, how you act.
1: Now, it seems also, we talked about last week, about not getting stuck with making decisions that we feel are so very, that bind us because we feel like we made one decision and that's the one we have to stick with. So how do we get out of that kind of the mentality that the decision is sort of written in stone?
0: Well, we get out of it because the decision is written in stone. So you got this thing in stone, and when you're aware and reflective about it and it's not working for it, it says, oh, maybe something needs to change about this decision. So here's the great thing about it. So you don't have to say you made the wrong decision. You don't have to throw the stone out anymore. You don't have to um, fail. You get to actually pat yourself on the back and say, you know, pretty early on in the process, I noticed that this isn't working for me very well. And right then, as soon as you observe it, you can think about what adjustments you might want to make. And you can act differently and try something a little bit different. Watch how that goes, and then try something else, a little bit different. And you're learning on the go. Here's the difference. So instead of having to conclude, oh, I made the wrong decision, oh, I failed. Next, it's like, no, I am. I'm on top of my game. I made a decision. That's great. I started taking steps for it. That's great. I noticed they weren't working out for me. That's a major skill. And I adjusted what I was doing. And, you know, you're on your way. And you keep that going, and these adjustments over time, you know, reflect, act, reflect, act, or assess, decide, assess, decide, on this reflective cycle uh, becomes natural, and you become a person who's um, learning as you go. And that's how being able to make a concrete decision feels set in stone, can be something to work toward, but it doesn't bind you. You're still the one adjusting things around it.
1: Well, and and I think that's very freeing, for most of us to realize that our decisions that we make for a period of time, that we can actually
0: make decisions that are just temporary as well. Exactly. Oh, Claudia, you know these people. You know, you see it when it doesn't work, and then we, but we don't remember that in other situations. An organization will make a decision to commit to a certain change, and they'll start down that path and will learn that it's not working in certain ways, but they made the decision, so they keep going down that path stay committed to a decision that's not serving them well, that's not to be applauded as commitment or dedication or stick That's actually a weakness. That's what we want to empower people with, is you're the more powerful person if you can spot early on something's not working and make an adjustment. And it's actually a form of blindness to those who keep you know, pushing forward and digging themselves deeper and deeper into a hole that's just going to be more and more difficult to get out of. Is stick to a word? I don't know, but it's um, probably in the same dictionary as fallacious. No, I think
1: fallacious is an actual word. <laughs> 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 well, it's true. It's true. And I, I think for ourselves, too, to realize that making decisions, seeing it as something as an adjustment, not a failure,
0: really revolutionary in how we, we do that. Yeah, you're, you're a success for being a learner. You're not a loser for being a failure. And it's the all or nothing mentality that makes it success or failure alternative. And that's what we're calling the fallacious alternative. And why we're going to see that word so much on our blog is because we've been judging ourselves by something that's not even a real or helpful alternative. And life's much more nuanced than that and much more complex than that. And there's a lot more alternatives that are available. So what we want, instead of being overwhelmed by those alternatives, is just to go ahead and choose something.
1: Well, there are two things that I think are, are really the most important in, you know, when we began, I talked about those of us who struggle with sort of a goal-oriented way of looking at things, but it is important to check in with yourself and that's what we're doing. So if if that checking in for yourself is not not necessarily something you've used goals, but some of the the criteria that you're working with, then Mm -hmm. that seems much more natural to how we, some of us live our rhythms. Mm -hmm. And if having goals written out and looking at them is helpful, they're the criteria by where you measure where you are at the moment, then that's good too. I mean, they're the flip sides of every coin, but we need to have some criteria to think about that so that we remain people that are productive, content and
0: fulfilled in the workplace. Exactly. So, Step back and take the big picture. That's why all we're saying in our four areas here is, you know, do you have a, a way to gather clues to help you discern? And then the second area was, do you have a way to develop criteria that will help you decide? And then third, do we have a way to set up a structure that will help us act? And then finally, do we have a process that will help us reflect and adjust and how, you know, we've made lots of suggestions under each of those, as you mentioned, the ways you might go about it, but what we're really looking for is ways that work for you, that you can break down and make it something that happens on an ongoing basis. And there you are the person who is always in motion, always going somewhere and adjusting along the way.
1: Well, and I mean, if this is so overwhelming, you to even consider, then I know that you're available to help people do that. And the bottom line is work should not be killing you. It should be helping you live your
0: life better. Exactly. And um, if you're finding yourself culpable and allowing work to kill you, there is a way out. You're probably the key to that way out. And we hope that these tools and these categories help give you a vocabulary and some ideas for taking your next step. Well, we thank you
1: for joining us for our series on planning yourself out of career suicide. You are always welcome, and we invite you to come on our blog and talk to us about your issues and some of the things you're facing with. That's how we get our information and make up future topics for our blog. So we'd love to see you on there at BoldEnterprises.com. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.